Welcome to Unleashing the Champion Within with your host, Cindy Stewart. Our goal is to connect you with your best and help you live your dream and experience your passion. Each week, we'll bring you an inspiring message and give you the tools to help you release the champion within. Welcome to episode 27, Making Time for Your Dreams. I'm going to read you a little quote by Harvey McKay, which I love. Time is free, but it's priceless. You can't own it, but you can use it. You can't keep it, but you can spend it. Once you've lost it, you can never get it back. And isn't that true? We have time, but sometimes it gets away from us. So imagine the freedom you would have if you could add an extra 30 minutes, an hour, even two hours to your day. How would you spend that extra time? Would you write a book? Would you play golf, spend more time with your family, have coffee with a friend? Just think about it. Each day you could choose, you would have the choice of how you wanted to use your time. I know I've discovered how to make my dreams come true by looking at how I schedule my day, how I spend my time. In doing this, I realized the planning of my day was done in a very ineffective way. And I figured that out because I began tracking my time each day. And I found that there were two time meters. There's actually three, but I'm going to share the third one later. My first time meter was the way I scheduled my meetings. I based it on what my clients' needs were, which is not a bad thing, but what I realized is that I had needs too. So I decided to take one day a week and schedule all my meetings. And it took me a little bit to get used to that rhythm because I had to schedule it based on, am I traveling there? Are they traveling to me? Is it a lunch meeting? You know, depend on the parameters. But what I realized was when I scheduled all my meetings in one day, it freed up so much time in my week. And it allowed me to get so much accomplished because I wasn't breaking up my day with segments of meeting times. So the second time eater I found was I allowed my meetings to run over. The scheduled time would come and go and we would still be talking. And when I found myself scheduling all my meetings the same day, it required me to begin and end the meeting on time. So those were just two time eaters that I found in looking at how I spent my time. And as I coach others in discovering and living their dreams, I always begin with having them track how much time each minute of the day that they spend on what they do. They use my time management log to track their time for 14 days, which you can download later. It's at the end of the podcast in the podcast notes. It may sound tedious, and honestly, it is. But when we track our time, it provides us with the opportunity to evaluate and choose how we want to spend it. Like the quote said from Harvey McKay, once we've lost it, we can never get it back. And we might not be able to keep it, but we can choose how to spend it. So I want to tell you a little bit about the time management log. There's four areas within it. And like I said, the links at the end of the uh, show notes. But the first area is the actual tracking. And the key to this is to write down everything you do from the time you wake up in the morning until you go to bed. And this includes everything from getting coffee to making breakfast to walking the dog and watching TV. 
Now, I would recommend that you frame your day by setting the time to wake up and to go to bed. That helps you keep a a frame of the day exactly when you're going to get up and when you're going to go to bed so you know how much time you have to spend. So you print out the time management log and start filling at the time, filling in the time and fill it in with everything you do. Now I'm going to give you an example of how my day started today. So today's Monday when I'm recording, I was up at 4.45 a.m. And from 4.45 a.m. I got up, walked the dog, fed him, and I was done by five o'clock. From 5 a.m. to 7.30, I had some quiet time, did some reading, praying. 7.30 a.m. to 7.50, I talked with my brother. 7.50 to 8.30, I took a run while listening to a podcast. So I was able to do two things at once, running and enjoying some uh, good information. 8.30 to 9, got a shower, got dressed. 9 a.m. to 9.15, I decided I needed chicken soup today. I needed to fold the clothes. So I did both those things at the same time. Then 9.15, I start, started working on my podcast. I'd done most of it. I just wanted to finish it up, polish some of the things. Uh, I did that till 10.30. Then 10.30, I stopped and had a cup of soup. Spent 15 minutes talking to my husband a little bit. He works out of the house, did a fold a few more clothes. And by 10.45, I was back at my podcast. Now, I had to leave at noon in order to get down here to record. So by 11.45, I was finished. I did a few emails, um, changed my clothes. And then at noon, I left for the studio. And two o'clock, I'm recording. So every minute of my day is accounted for. And it, it, like I said, it seems tedious, but it is so worth it because you realize what you're spending your time on and you have to make sure you include the time you take to get ready for travel time, get a shower, do your hair, any scheduled appointments needs to be in there, all meal preps, uh, and include all your downtime, TV, social media, resting, exercise, and the way that, um, it will help you is that you'll be able to see that, yeah, I spent 25 minutes going through social media and that 25 minutes probably should have been five minutes. And that extra 20 minutes, I could have been doing something that I really love. Or, you know, I took a little bit too long in walking the dog today. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to cut him back a little bit. So I'll have a little extra time to get ready or whatever it is. It really is important to know how you spend your time. Then once you get your sheets done for 14 days, and I what I do is I just print out the 14 days. Go ahead and print 14 days out. I have them uh, dated and, and ready to go every morning. You print them out for 14 days. You filled them all in, and then you analyze your time. You review those two weeks by taking each day and listing out activities in categories. Like every day, I do the same thing. I get up, I turn on the coffee pot, I feed the dog and take him for the walk. And that way you can see, are there areas that are your normal routines? Are there areas that maybe are time eaters? Are there pockets of time that you didn't even realize you had? And there may be areas like one activity that you, it was just a once, once in a chance, like you took someone to the airport. So you don't really have to factor that in, in the future. That, that was just a random occurrence. And then just add up how much time you spend in each area. For example, 
you know, I know I spend about 15 minutes walking my dog every morning. So 15 times 14, you, you see how much time you're spending. How much time does it take you to drive to work? You might identify that if you leave at 6.50 a.m. instead of 7.10, you save 10 minutes because the traffic hasn't really quite started. You may um, keep up with how much social media and realize that you're spending way too much time scrolling through Instagram Pinterest, Facebook, Twitter, you know, you may just want to hone those down to certain specific times of the day. And, you know, like I said, examples of, of exercising, you'll be able to identify exactly where you spend your time and how much of it you're spending there. Now, number three is you'll be also be able to identify the time eaters. And I shared two time eaters with you earlier about my meetings and allowing my meetings to go over. Uh, the third one I'm going to share with you is I found I was checking my emails throughout the day. Just whenever, as I was working along, I would just pop open my email and start looking through it. And then I'd respond to a few, delete a few. And just, I would do that all day long. And I have changed my program where I only check my emails two to three times a day. I check it in the morning, midday, and usually in the evening right, right before I close. I do not check my emails at night. Once I turn off my computers and shut down for the day, I don't check my emails. I actually don't even answer my phone. If it's one of my kids, I'll, I'll get up and call them, but I don't actually even answer my phone. And what I found is that by doing that, I found that I work with uh, more efficiency. I'm much more fluid in the work I do because I'm not interrupting my thought to pop open my email. I also found that my email doesn't populate as fast as I was looking at it. So two or three times a day is fine. And I get a lot of emails, but a lot of them are just need a quick response or they're spam. I just delete them and, and unsubscribe. So I've tried to be much more efficient in that. And then our fourth one is being able to rearrange your schedule like I have. I've rearranged the way I do my meetings. I rearranged the way I do my emails. And honestly, I rearranged the way I do my social media. Now, I use social media to promote my podcast and my blogs, to talk about my books or my new classes coming up. And I love to wish people happy birthday. That's kind of my main thing on social media. When um, I look at my social media, especially Facebook in the morning, I'll look to see whose birthday it is. And I like to write birthday messages to people. So I try not to look at it throughout the day. I just look at it in the morning. And then if I have a few minutes, if I'm waiting on a doctor's appointment or waiting in line, I may flip through it. And then sometimes in the afternoon, I just don't stay attuned to it that much. And I definitely do not get the notifications. I turned all my notifications off. I figure I don't need to know if someone's liked something that I post. So rearranging your schedule, you know, you've kind of got the hard work over because you've taken a look at it. You've, you've, outlined everything for 14 days, kept track of every single minute. You've done your categories to figure out, okay, what am I doing? How much time am I spending? Are there time eaters? Are there spaces of time that I didn't realize I have that I can really grab a hold of? And now you want to look at rearranging your schedule and choosing how do you want your day to look? Now we have jobs. So our day, if we're working, our day is going to look like we're at work. 
But there are other pockets of time that you can discover to be able to do some things you want. And part of it is just being dedicated and understanding what is it you want. You know, I just finished teaching a class, uh, an online class on living your dream and discovering your passion. I'll tell you a little bit about it down uh, at the end of the show. But I, I just want you to think about what are you really passionate about? What is it that you really want to do? I've been noticing lately as I you know, train people and work with people is there's such a, a level of entrepreneurship available to us where people are taking the things that they, they're passionate about, things that they love, like the person who does my nails. I know that sounds weird, but she is an artist, a true artist, and she trains up other artists to use nails as their canvas. And she has created a great business doing that. So we think that, you know, we have to work at a job that we don't love and there's no time for our dreams and for our passions. But really, the opposite is true. You know, there are there are so many opportunities for us and so many options for us. And sometimes it's a matter of deciding what's important to us and making room for it. And that's really what the time management log does. It makes room for what we love. And it takes a sacrifice of maybe giving up or reorganizing the way the things, the way we do some things. And really, some of the things that we think are a sacrifice to give up, like spending, you know, 30 minutes or two hours or four hours on social media or in front of the TV, it's really not that much of a sacrifice. All it is is a change of habit. And when we change our habit, we're able to put new ones in place that help us to get to where we want to go. So I want to know, as you go through this, if you've discovered new pockets of time that you can use, you can always post to my Facebook page, uh, Cindy Stewart. The link will be at the bottom of the show notes because I'd love to hear from you. And then what are some of your time challenges? I know I worked with someone recently who... Um, it takes them an hour to get to work and then they're working for nine hours, eight hours and then an hour for lunch and then an hour to get home. And so finding those pockets of time were challenging, but it really came when they decided this is the one thing that I want to work on right now. So I'm going to take this one thing and, and eke me out, squeeze me out a pocket of time that I can work on this every week. And they were only able to do it once a week, but then once a month on Saturday, they're able to uh, spend a couple hours dedicated to it. And you won't believe the difference that it'll make one step at a time when you choose to say, okay, this is so important to me that I'm going to make room for it. And when you do that on a consistent, regular basis, making room for it, you'll be surprised at the end of the process You'll be able to say, hey, I didn't think I could get there this quickly, but it came out of just the diligence, the devotion, and the consistency of working at it a little bit each week. 
So I want you to leave me some messages and I so appreciate you listening today. And I know I told you a little bit about my online class. It's still open, but it's only open till February 22nd. We did it live for four weeks and then we're offering the replay until the 22nd of February. And it's called VIP Next Level Mentoring and it's to live your dream and experience your passion. And it really helps you to identify what is your dream and what are you passionate about And then it helps you to develop a blueprint that will help keep your dreams and your passions on track. And the, the really fun thing that I I love teaching in, in one of the classes was the untapped resources. There are so many untapped resources available to us. It will amaze you what's available. And then you prepare the strategies. We'll do it together, preparing the strategies. You learn to recognize opportunity and you learn to be able to identify what dreams that I am really passionate about have momentum on them right now. What is it that I can see that I'm kind of already working on or that is at that that start point where I can begin working on it? Because you may have, I think I shared with you guys last week that we had someone in our class that had 53 dreams, but not all of them had the momentum. She's able to identify what has momentum on it so she can start working on that specific dream, the one or two dreams. And we'll talk about that a little bit in our, in our next podcast. But really, in as little as an hour a week and four short weeks, you can learn how to design the life you've been dreaming about. And for this one-time offer, uh, for this class, it's $49. We will be relaunching the class in a few months that will have some extra modules to it, and it definitely will be at a higher price. But we really just wanted to do an introductory class. You can register today. You can go to my website. Uh, like I said, the notes will, uh, the links will be in the show notes. And of course, if you would rather have one-on-one mentoring in building um, and making time for your dreams, you can fill out a connection form and I'll contact you and we can talk about, begin to discuss and begin a conversation about where is it you actually need the help. So I am so looking forward to assisting you in this journey and connecting you to your best because I believe that you are the best investment you can make. And when you invest in yourself, it, it, it makes a difference in everybody around you. So until next time, have a great week. Thank you for listening today. If you enjoyed today's episode, do us a favor before you go. I promise it will only take a very short time. Please head to iTunes and rate this podcast. This is huge for us in terms of improving our ranking and keeping the show visible so other people can discover it. So thank you ahead of time for helping us out. To find out more about Unleashing the Champion Within, go to our website, cindy-stewart.com. Our music today is by Alexander and the Grapes. Check out their latest release, Hyperself, on iTunes.